0: This is the Rich Eisen show. The second pick. The New York Jets select So the Jets either drafted the next Broadway Joe, (laughs) or I will say it, they drafted Stifler and his mom. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier
1: on the show. Chargers head coach Brandon Staley. Coming up. Saints head coach Sean Payton. Eagles general manager Howie Roseman. WWE superstar Drew McIntyre. And now it's Rich Eisen.
0: Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Sean Payton will be joining us from the New Orleans Saints in a matter of moments here in hour number two of our program. Howie Roseman of the Philadelphia Eagles in hour number three. Drew McIntyre, the WWE superstar, has got a new book out. Here it is, A Chosen Destiny. Drew McIntyre, my story. Of course, uh, the WWE and our friends at NBC Sports on Peacock. And Peacock, writ large, have a big-time relationship. We saw... Um, the latest WrestleMania right here on Peacock. If you are listening to us on Sirius XM or you're listening to us on any of the Rich Eisen Show radio affiliates, coast to coast, on Odyssey as well, make sure you go uh, get a chance to see us every day after the Dan Patrick Show from 12 to 3 Eastern on NBC Sports on Peacock. It is as innovative as it comes, a live portal in which you can see us every single day right in the middle of a streamer with so many great titles The Office, Modern Family. WWE, um, and so much more. There's going to be NFL playoff games coming on. Peacock, we know that uh, also the Premier League, now that the Super League is toast. That was uh, that was a great April moment, right? For two days when the entire the world League was absolutely uh, en fuego, to use a DP phrase, you know? Oh, my gosh. By the way, it's happening right now in golf. Walk me through that.
1: There's something called the Premier Golf League. Okay. <laughs> Which is basically the Super League for golf. And they're trying to lure players to play in this Premier Golf League. Big money, big purses, <laughs> uh, big events. And if you join, you are not allowed to play on the PGA Tour.
0: And majors as well? I believe so. Uh oh. It's brewing. I, Why well, I haven't I heard this? I've maybe. Like, did that happen while I was in the NFL draft uh, cave? Nah, it's been something in the last couple of days. I mean, wow. And Roy
1: McElroy has come out, like, condemning it, like, what are we doing? Well, if Roy I mean,
0: says no, I mean, who's, yeah. who's going to be the first
1: to do it? They have big offers in to Dustin Johnson, Justin Rose, Brooks Kepka, and Phil Mickelson.
0: <laughs> I just, like, how many, how, many, how many yachts did they, I mean, like, you know what I mean? I guess you could say that about all these billionaires that were owning the uh, the, super, the Super League teams. Wow. I don't know. That's why I told you. People were looking at what the, what the Premier League teams were doing with the Super League and thinking maybe we could do it also. I told you, college football might go in that direction as well. Never know. Eight four four two zero four. rich is the number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Love this guy. One of my favorites that I've gotten to meet in all my years with the NFL Network. He is a head coach of the New Orleans Saints, Sean Payton. How are you, coach?
2: Rich, I'm doing
0: well. How are you? I'm better for talking to you. How was that draft what number draft is this for you? Like grand total drafts?
2: Uh, that's a good question. Ninety seven was my first one coming into the league as a as an assistant. Um I think twenty. I'm bad at math. if I if I wasn't holding the phone, I'd be using my left finger. <laughs>
0: um so twenty five. Quarter century. Yeah, twenty five, I think. Quarter century of drafts. Congratulations. Right. I don't know what you get somebody for that. I guess that's a silver anniversary. I'll get you something silver. How about a Lombardi trophy? How's that sound? Yeah. Do you like that? Well, an,
2: another something. one would be great. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't think they're just handing those out. But um No, they're not.
3: no I, no, they're I not. a
2: lot's happened. This was this was unique um, relative to the draft process that compared to other years, uh, you know, for players as well as scouts and teams, um without the combine per se, you know, the season. A lot of interrupted seven-game schedules, five games, six games, some players not playing. Um, the most notable thing for us, when the draft ended, you're on the phone with a number of college free agents. Each team is signing uh, a number of players that turn out to be real good football players. That that number was almost down a 1,000. mm. No kidding. Just because of players returning for another season, um, so the the size of the draft class was smaller. And I think conversely, next year when when we have our next draft, I think we're going to see a large, much larger class.
0: Sean Payton here on the Rich Eisen show. Um, let's let's talk the the number of reports I saw before the draft that you were. Trying to trade up into the top ten quarterback-minded, or potentially as Mac Jones was falling to the middle of the draft to get him, uh, but you stayed put. Uh, walk us through what happened on draft night, if you can.
2: Yeah, it, it was pretty simple. Look, we we felt there were a couple players that we'd move up for, and for us, we we have a, you know, a mustic corner. And so the, the, there were two corners graded, uh, both Horn and certain with real high grades. Um, and very quickly, you know, early in the week, um, it's pretty common for teams to say, Hey, we have an interest, you know, everyone's basically open for business, but ultimately, uh, there wasn't a team wanting to move out of the first 10 picks. And so, I think that lasted all of, you know, a half an hour maybe. The the morning of reaching out to these teams and and the cost would have been if we found a trade partner too high. So, uh, you know, at that point, our feeling was, uh, you know, it's going to come to us at 28 and let's make sure we have our our cloud of players ready. And it's exactly what happened.
0: So the top 10 uh, possibility was targeting a corner in mind because of...
2: It it was a corner, but, but I would say this, if you make a trade while you're, while, while you're not on the clock or the, or the club that you're trading with is not on the clock, you, you do have to have some contingency plans in the event that let's say both those corners were taken before nine or eight or wherever that trade took you. If you, if you make one on the clock, you, 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 know, your player's available. So I think it was, look, the beginning of this draft, so much time spent on the beginning of the draft, and everyone discusses it, predicts it. You know, it went fairly smooth. I I think um, the first pick that people were split on, or not split, but, hey, what was Cincinnati going to do? Were they going to take the left tackle or the receiver? And, of course, they took the receiver. So I don't know that there were any real real hiccups, Uh, certainly at three, what quarterback were the 49ers going to take, and then after that, it went fairly smoothly. But, um, but yeah, there 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 really wasn't much interest at all uh, in in anyone moving out. And in our mindset at the start was was for a corner, you know, it, and we we saw that that wasn't going to happen quickly. Then we we just stayed right where we were at.
0: So, man. Sean, if if the Saints had gotten J.C. Horn, you would have had to nail the pads in the goalposts down shut,
2: wouldn't you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> would right. You? <laughs> well, he uh, he's a tremendous player, and unfortunately, he's in our division. I think it's a good pick by Carolina. <laughs> That's right. Um, real, he was a real competitive player. You saw it on film, and um, you know, did so many things well at that position. Um, but we had we had an opportunity here early on. We coached Joe his father, and yes, uh, I think they're different type of. Uh, well, they're 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 both extremely athletic, but uh, personality wise, there's probably some uniquenesses that are different with them. But, um, yeah, all all, all good though, and right. I'm sure Joe's proud of them.
0: Sean Payton here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. Let's talk about your your quarterback depth chart, um, which I'm sure you're uh, familiar with talking about. Starting first with the fact, I just want to kick the tires on this. Uh, I remember, you know, when we talked on this show, uh, you know, many, many moons ago, when Breeze did decide to come back, that there was a time where you thought like maybe he wouldn't. Uh, was there a time at any point in time where you thought maybe he would come back in the weeks that it took to finally hear from Drew on the subject?
2: No, I, I think, I think this year it was. I don't want to say it was a certainty, but I, 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 think we felt, I think Drew felt the same that this was going to be his final season. I, I only say that because we felt that way. Um, last season when the season ended, you know, he had kind of hinted about maybe that being the year. And so I, I think heading into this year, I, I, I think, uh, I'm sure that I don't want to speak for him, but I'm sure he felt that way and, and we did the same. So your
0: your depth chart, is there a competition at the top or is this Jameis' gig? Okay, there is.
2: There is. I think both uh, Taysom and Jameis, you know, are going to have plenty of opportunities once we get into the training camp and the preseason games, you know, to see those two guys compete. Um. Trevor Simeon is, I think, still a young player that uh, I feel positive about. He's on our depth chart, and then we just drafted Ian Book out of Notre Dame. Um, you know, it's 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 getting these guys together, and, and look, there's going to be three preseason games, and the challenge is, you know, do you have enough reps there? But But I think, look, the – That room has been really good. Obviously, with Drew in it, you know, and we had Teddy Bridgewater here for a while, um, you know, with Taysom. And then when he left, we were able to sign Jameis. And these guys are, you know, pretty competitive, but also guys that get along, and and football is really important to them.
0: Well, obviously, if Jameis is your starter, he'll still has a role. Um, And if vice versa, he'll – Gets the start, then Jameis would be in the role that we saw him in. I guess when when Hill was the was the backup um, uh, to Breeze when Breeze was hurt last year. Or is there a possibility you could do something similar to what you we even saw Jameis come in and heave one down the field? Um, you know, in the playoffs. Like, is there is there a possibility? Do you think there is a possibility for having a two quarterback system ever in the NFL? Yeah,
2: look, I think. As much as I think the furthest we went with that would have been, you know, when everyone was healthy and Taysom was playing, oh, call it eight to ten plays, maybe a quarterback. I I would never discount that, but I would say this, you know, he he knows, and and so does Jameis, that, you know, we're looking looking to find the guy that's going to lead our team this year, and that doesn't mean the other player is not going to have a role. Um, but certainly it, it, varies. You know, if, if, if Jameis is starting, obviously Taysom has a role that expands not only just offensively, but on special teams, et cetera. And, and if it's the other way around, it's probably a little bit more limited, uh, just relative to, to what Jameis would do. And then, you know, I say young guys. I mean, I think I consider Trevor still young. And, and of course, Ian, who's a rookie we'll see what those guys have. And, and, uh, you know, we, we've kind of had to do it a little bit up to this point, you know, two years ago, Teddy played five games. And then last year, uh, Taysom played four. Um, and we've been beyond fortunate to, to have gone 15 years with, you know, uh, all the things that drew has provided at that position. I mean, uh, you know, that, that's an amazing career. And so that transition has begun, and, you know, we, we look at then a lot of what we're going to do offensively based on who's doing it and then how do we put an offense around uh, those players or that player. So I, I, I do think there's a little bit influx, Rich, relative to who's starting and then the roles each player has Some of that'll be training camp driven.
0: Saints head coach Sean Payton here on the Rich Eisen show. What'd you see in Ian Book that made you think, okay, let's get him, let's get him in the system, let's figure something out here with him?
2: Man, the big games, and you watch him time and time again. I think he's a good athlete. Uh, You know, he's six foot, uh, and man, when it was a big—I mean, when it was a big game in a competitive moment in the pocket i saw him out of the pocket make plays i think he's accurate i like his decision making i think he's a winner and there were just enough enough good things that kept coming up when you watched him play you know his first game against clemson uh he's the you know the all-time winningest quarterback at notre dame history and we asked that i mean that's that's the function of that position lead your team to scores find a way to win games um He's a pretty impressive guy uh, when you when you look at his journey and, and and then when you talk to anybody coaches scouts, players uh, all the feedback is is off the charts and so you know we were at that point in the draft where, we felt it matched his grade, and, and uh, I'm excited to work with him.
0: Well, I mean, Daniel Jeremiah, as soon as you drafted him, he was sitting on the draft set with me on NFL Network, um, coach uh, jumped up and you know, and obviously this is a height-weight comparison, but Breeze, he said he, he's he's got the same the same build. The seed's like a carbon copy is what he basically said. What do you yeah. think?
2: you know, I I, I think that's a that's the first comparison. I think it's, it's an easy one. When you, when you look at the statue, the, the stature and in, in, um, I'm sure a little bit different, they they played in a little bit different type of offenses in college, but periodically when you make a selection during the draft, you might get a text from another GM or another coach or someone who, you know, in the industry. And uh, that happens throughout the draft and, in. And I can recall after that selection a number of GMs and, and coaches who I respect right away. And it was beyond just their favorite. Hey, and even, uh, you know, uh, uh, a well respected retired general manager who, who right away said, you might have gotten one of the better quarterbacks in the draft. And, and uh, the, the great thing is we get a chance to find out.
0: How's Parcells? Is he, is he somebody who's texting you, giving you thoughts?
2: You... He, he he does. Uh, it, it wasn't who I was discussing, okay. but he, he does, and he was compromised a little this year uh-huh. because this was the first year the draft fell on Derby Saturday. Ah, uh. <laughs> it, it's never happened before. That's fr- so. How did... it's always been the the week prior to the Derby, right? And so when Saturday came around, and if you recall, we're in the the seventh round. And riders were are up. Reading riders up. That's right. like, there were a lot of draft rooms that had two TV sets going.
0: Were you one of them? One of your draft rooms?
2: Absolutely. Room? We were. We we had a picture of Secretariat up in our draft room on Saturday. What, what, what for just his inspiration? Something like that? Honor, yeah, honor the, 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 one of the greatest thoroughbred racehorses ever. And, uh, all right. Yeah, we we uh, we put Secretariat up, and and but we were in the seventh round and and actively involved in a, in a selection. <laughs> I I think though, I think to credit the the networks, they that race went off a little later than expected, and, okay. and it worked for, worked for everyone.
0: It did. And the few minutes I have left with you, Sean Payton, if you don't mind, I want to hit something. Competition committee, I know you're on it. How do we get rid of the fumbling through the end zone? Is a ball that goes to the defense. I can't stand it. I, you know, you might have a, you might have a different, you might have a different approach to it. You know, no, listen, I hate it. I,
2: I yeah, it, it seems, it seems odd, um, but I would say it's probably like fourteenth on 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 my list of things that drive me crazy. But that doesn't mean that it shouldn't be higher up there. Um, you know, we're getting ready to have meetings with rookies in our facilities here next weekend. And when they meet with us, now they're going to be out on the practice field and they're going to be in the weight room. But when they meet with us, we go into our offices and we send them to their meeting rooms and we have a virtual meeting with them. And that'll be the first time we've ever done that.
0: So that's number one on your list. Is that what you're saying? No,
2: but it's right. It's right there. With the fumble into the end zone. Okay. Um, yeah. I look. I think it's been discussed. It's been brought up a lot. Um, you know, it, it, and it. I, I feel like it happens three times a season. Right. You know, and especially you know, players today are really gonna. They do a great job at diving for that pylon, touch the pylon, it's exciting and part of the pylon. It's, it's an score. aggressive. It's we, an,
0: right. It's an aggressive play that's exciting. That's what fans yes, want to see, and sure I know. Is. I know, and coaches are are are, are teaching. You know, players not to do that. Coaching them not to do that because you don't want to lose possession of the ball. That's why I'm saying let's change it, like a reverse touchback. That if it if it happens on third and goal, it's now third and goal from the twenty. But you at least get a shot at throwing it in the end zone, making another play, getting a field goal out of it. It just it, it yeah. seems to bail out of defense. And I hate
2: it. We could we could go the route of like shoots and ladders. If it happens, you're back on your own twenty. You go all the way back to like the beginning.
0: I love the shoots and ladders. I love that. I don't mind it. It's just it just drives me crazy and it's going to happen in a Super Bowl and the whole country's going to freak out over it and then it will really yeah. be number 1 on your list of a competition committee. You yeah, know how that yeah, works. Yeah. You know. So yeah.
2: it, it 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 is something that's been discussed and um and it's something that you're right as a as a head coach it's one of the situations that we discuss during training camp, we'll bring it up. We'll try to attack the outside of the pylon, you know, with the idea that any any type of fumble would be outside of it, out of bounds, as opposed to inside of it, touchback. Um, yeah, it, it, there, there are just a few of these. And, and, look, each year we seem to be able to grab one or two of them. But this one, I, I know this one's been debated and discussed a lot, and as is the rule where – If a defender, when the ball is fumbled into the end zone, bats it out of the end zone, it's a foul. And uh, you know there are other times where he can bat it, and it's not a foul. But but when he bats it out of the back of the end zone, uh, that it's that it's a foul. So I look, it it it, it comes up, and when it comes up in a bigger game, you know how that is. Yes. the squeaky wheel will get the grease when it's time. But um, but in the meantime, we coach around or, or we discuss it and we understand it. And I would agree with you. It is an exciting play, especially with today's athlete. And they're so in tune to that, you know, that basically that, that line that goes around the world and the vertical portion of the cone, the any piece of it, it's a score. I mean, they're all diving for it.
0: Last one for you. Home team coming to Netflix, apparently, um, about... Your year off from the NFL, coaching your son's youth team, and Kevin James as Sean Payton—is that a fact?
2: It is. It's um, it's a project that that started, gosh, over a year and a half, two years ago, and Chris Titone, uh, who is my daughter's boyfriend, wrote wrote this with a partner after seeing a little special done on nfl network just about oh that sixth grade team where are they now and and so one thing led to another and adam sandler and his group at netflix and kevin james and they began to look closely at the project and decided to uh, to do it and jump jump forward now to today wednesday may 5th uh, all the production people are here. The filming people are here that they begin this whole week. They'll be here for two months. I've really not had anything to do with this, even in the writing of it. Um, But it's a, I think a a comedy feel good story that, that Adam always does a great job with and Kevin and those guys, they always uh, have some entertain, entertaining movies. And it's about, uh, yeah, it's about me coaching this sixth grade team and, but there's a ton of look. It's inspired by a true story, yes. and then I'll leave it at that because <laughs> after reading it myself, there, there's all sorts of funny stuff in there, and, and uh, it was a it was a it was a good season having a chance to work with with those guys and and really going all the way back to you know you're cutting oranges, you're mixing Gatorade, you're coming to the practice, you're putting air in the footballs, you're 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 doing everything. And you're also getting to do it with your son, and and that, that meant a lot for me.
0: Well, you know, I can't wait to see it, um, and I can't wait to see. Th- so he is little. It it is you though, right? Like he, he it's Kevin James as Sean Payton.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yep. He's, okay. he's actually. Uh, right. Yeah, he's he's playing that rock, that part. Mm-hmm. There there are a few other characters uh, that are playing different people in in the movie, and. And Kevin is playing uh, the coach, though. So, yeah, he's terrific. We, we've talked a few times already. We had we've had a Zoom. We'll do some more, um, you know, development relative to. He's got a few things he wants to discuss, and um, he seems like a fantastic guy.
0: He is. He's a Jet fan. He's a diehard Jet fan. So you can you can talk about New York sports with him a little bit. Yes, it is. Listen,
2: I didn't know that. And uh, oh, yeah. Well, we'll have to we'll have to work on him a little bit here. But I know he lives in New York, in Florida. That's right. And uh Oh yeah. And I know he's he's excited about the, the project.
0: Well it's a it's a it's a great story. I know you've you've uh you've spoken about it before and I can't wait to see it. And I appreciate the time as always, Sean. Let me know when you're here in Los Angeles. I'd love to see you. Really.
2: Rich, the the feeling is mutual and Thanks. uh always Always great to be on. I really appreciate you.
0: Like you. Right back at you. That's Sean Payton, Saints head coach, the HC of the New Orleans Saints. At Sean Payton on Twitter. I follow him. You should follow him too. Yeah, the Saints had a good time uh uh I mean the Falcons had a good time tweeting out his face on uh, a mall cop poster. Falcons man. Falcons and Saints, the Falcon do, not Saints like Twitter accounts do not like each so other. They do not like each other. So funny. At all. Let's take a break. We'll come back and turn our attention in-house. Oh, in-house. When we come back here on The Rich Eyes' Show, we're going to have to review some tape. Let's talk Sleep Number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs, and the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores or on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for JD Power 2023 award information visit jdpower.com/awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts people or as you might know from their jingle o o o o'reilly auto parts Helpful and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. You see stuff that's on the walls here when you walk in. There's a, a, a Goodfellas poster that I've had for ever. Really? Yes. Where'd you get it? I got it at a charity auction. Huh. You've taken it off the wall. Yeah, it's not my signature. What do you mean it's not your signature? This is not my signature, buddy. Down there? You got ripped off. No, I did not. Don't, yeah, you're I, kidding don't, me. I don't do a Foo-Foo L like that. And so I don't the, cross it. So that, so that is like not yours, because it's signed by you, De Niro, and Pesci, and I spent at least four figures on this thing. Get out of here. Yes. You're a sucker. <laughs> 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 I mean, I couldn't Find it For real? Yeah. At I'm, least I could double it. Play, do it. Do what you wish. If that is, it, do you know if that's Pesci's? Do you know if that's Joe's? No, that's him. No, I know that's him. I did. <laughs> you sure? No, we'll, we'll take care of it later, Rafi. Yeah. What do you got? Oh no! <laughs> He's got an axe. Are you serious? Do you, do you want it? you want the real? Yeah. Sure. But no, you no, know, I mean, it's gonna hurt the hurt the. Okay. Your... <laughs> oh no! it Doesn't. Oh, that's me. you. Just, oh you smacked yourself in a you. heart attack. I guess. Uh, we'll do it something. later. Okay, it's not me. Yeah, you just banged yourself. But you just cracked the glass. <laughs> so we could take it out, <laughs> smash the glass. I mean, you got that at this no, point. It's not glass. It's not really glass. It's like a plexi. But we'll do it. We'll fix it. Okay. But you got ripped off. <laughs> wow. Oh
1: my gosh. Is How there are you feeling now, Rich? I'll Keep this. this. He's holding right. onto
0: the X. Uh, All I, right. I, so ask me a question. <laughs> oh my gosh! You okay? You put the axe down. This is fantastic. I, I'm sort of—I don't even know where to go with this because that has been one of my most prized possessions for some time, and you are the real McCoy. Saying that it's not your signature. Yeah, child. no, it's not. <laughs> 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 <You got> it. <laughs> 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 I initial a Yes. Right for right for yeah. and then we're done. Man, I'll never forget oh. that because he was pro- oh. he was taping um, his appearance the day before. And he arrived while we were still on live TV with, with Chris McDonald. Yeah, right? he walked right out. Because they were in the same made for, it was like a I thought they were the same movie that. or something like that. Yeah, same and, TV movie, yeah. And we didn't want to have the same two guests from the same movie on. So we're like, would you mind post-taping? And he came in in the middle of a commercial break to say hi to Christopher who hadn't seen him in a while. And we had to shoo him off a of set. And as he's leaving, he goes, you know, that, that, that autograph that you have of mine on your wall is an effing Fergiezy, and you didn't say effing. I'm like, my head was totally (laughs) spinning.
1: And and it was like, what? You You saw my face. I know. And you're just like, what? Say what? What? What?
0: Two. All right, we're back with Christopher McDonald, and you're like, I know the first two minutes of my interview with Christopher (laughs) McDonald was a total head swim. Unbelievable. Go to our YouTube archive for the full interview. It was Great. fun. And the one uh, with the shooter McGavin. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the show. You know, I've been fortunate to do a lot in my career. Fortunate to do a lot. Um, and not much phases me because of that, right? Stand-up comedy, I did that in college. And that, 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 that caused me not to be phased by live anything ever again. But when you are on an iconic set you don't you don't it's out of body like you don't think straight when i appeared on letterman because oh. he was curious about how does somebody host an nfl draft during a lockout in 2011 10 years ago Ooh, last man. month wow. i i was on letterman wow. and you know i got a good heads up from a friend of mine who's been you know associated with Letterman for a very long time, Tom Keeney, Michigan's finest. He gave me a heads up before and he goes two things. One, that the, the longstanding rumor or, or legend that he keeps the studio cold, cold is true. And two, he blacks out the audience. What does that mean? The way that they set yeah. the lighting up is you don't see the audience from the stage. It's like you see the cameras and then it's pitch black. So when it, the laughter comes, it comes out of a void, and it's it's really discombobulating for a lot of guests. So, so be careful. Yeah. Give me a heads up. But just walking out and seeing Letterman, say hello to Rich Eisen. You walk out, and you don't see the crowd, but you hear it, and that's David Letterman sitting in front of you. And I, you know, I <laughs> I idolize the man. Yeah. It's really strange, but I got through it, and I made it through, and thank God it worked out. Yeah and so i say that in advance of me saying that i have thought a lot in the last 24 hours same about the television appearance of tj jefferson's on the price is right <laughs> and the number of mind-boggling mistakes that this man made. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's truly just absolutely heart-wrenching. And in the same <laughs> vein, that we all lived and died on live TV of the Rich Eisen show, watching his recorded performance a month in the camp, and people saying how they enjoyed us reveling in his excitement yeah, of his appearance. Of course, right. Great in the same vein is that that is true. We genuinely do love each other here and right. root for each and other. And we were so pumped. And if you had won the and car, nervous. I think we would have pig piled on you <laughs> right here <laughs> yeah, on this set. Yeah. Okay. We would have run over. You would have left all three of us. It would have been great. Like Don Bowie would, would have, have been cutting yep. the cameras of all of us. <laughs> yeah. Had you won a car. And that's uh-huh. true. That was all yep. genuine. Oh, but in the same vein, we're all good friends who can say things to each other. Yes. Like the next couple of minutes. Yes.
4: Oh, then let me uh, get okay. ready.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I could totally understand that it had to have been a out-of-body experience to be actually called up on the set of The Price is Right. You're seeing all the television carriers. Mm-hmm. Drew Carey's making you go, how much is a ping-pong table? Mm-hmm. You nail that. Yeah. You get out of contestants' row. And then... You see a game, i got to tell you, that Master Key game, i would never seen watch, that game before. You could watch 50 more shows you might not see that game again. Yeah, I'd I, I watched three weeks straight.
4: I'd never seen that game played.
0: But you are a veteran of Price is Right as much as I am. Mm-hmm. You watch a lot of Price is Right. You said you watched it with your late grandmother, right? Apparently I didn't watch enough because I missed you the Master Key. You always right. take
4: the middle key. <laughs> and master key. You always
0: take the middle key. That's there's five keys. You take the middle key. The middle key wasn't the one that won, though. The middle key wasn't the one that w- would have won something. You took the one key that won nothing. There was I didn't a realize one, that. There, right? I had a one in five chance.
4: So if you noticed, I'm like, there's five keys. Yeah. I kind of turned my back. Okay, let me let me Why did you not look at what key you were grabbing? Let me get, That's my first so question l- for you. Let me get to this point. When you said out of body experience, yes. you are 1 billion percent on. Like I'm someone who's never been afraid of right. public speaking. I've done plays. I'm on TV every day. But when I tell you that when you walk out there, you do, you you kind of leave your body and when i went out there and i did the little michael jackson dance and mike and chris mike and chris can attest to this i was i had anxiety for like a week over the fact that, like, when they when you come out, they want you to be hyped and yes, jump up and down. I'm more of a chill like person, so I was like, "What am I gonna do if I get called?" <laughs> and I told these guys later, I was like, "I literally in my mind, because I'm weird, I thought, what could I do that might get me on I the open the of the show?" Right? I was waiting for the Arsenio. So Wall. I thought about that. I said, "So I ran out. I yeah. didn't know what I was doing. I did the Scott Hall, if you know wrestling, he kind of does the cool walk yeah. out, yeah. and then I hit the Michael Jackson moonwalk." And at that point, thirty people in studio.
0: They all started cracking up. Of course, uh, now because course, that they got, thats what they want. Yeah, they the, from game shows. What they want is they want interesting contestants mm-hmm. who will be interesting to people at home, and they want to win. They want you to win. Yes. So that's why they always put a key that's going to win something for Master Key right in the middle. All right. So right a, in the middle. So, so when you grabbed. The key, mm-hmm. the one out of the five keys that would win nothing, because one key opens all three. Yeah. One other key is, opens up one specific of yeah. the three prizes. One key opens nothing. So when you grab the one key mm-hmm. that opened nothing and then miss the opportunity to get the second key, I guarantee you all of them with a headset on, they were like... <laughs> and I bend in those all right, controls. So, okay. They were all like, because they want you to win. Of they course. want you to win. We're was all ex- happy when you win. I was a good TV. yesterday. We, to win. Win. we were
4: like, it was great. All right. So, can I let me, allow me to retort that? So, me being me, if you know me, the people at home don't really. If you know me, I like, if I do something and you laugh, then it is on. So, when I got up there, And the ping pong table came up. Now, I had just seen a ping pong table on an episode I watched the day before. So that's why I got so close. Very good. Right? I didn't expect to be up there that that quickly. So the second my name got called and I won that and I ran up there and people were laughing, I didn't care about any prizes. I went into like stand-up mode. My only goal was to make everybody laugh. And then I remember a picnic basket and I made a Yogi Bear joke. The whole studio start cracking up, mm-hmm. and then I listened to the crowd about the picnic basket. They gave me the wrong price, but when it came to the key, rich, like I said, I didn't know how to play that See, game again. That's I my to other grab thing the I was thinking one. about is
0: that you were entertaining enough to get on the stage yeah, I, and then get to a pricing game. At that point, all bets are off. You, yeah, I, you could be as boring as you get. Now you got to focus. Take the middle key. I couldn't focus, man. You didn't people take were the laughing. middle key, and then. You, you spun the wheel, uh-huh. you, which was great. You got lucky, which is what you need. Mm-hmm. You yeah. need. And you I, got to the final showcase showdown. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, you, you took on somebody who, had I guess, must have won her pricing game because she got the opportunity yeah. to pass a showcase with two motorcycles and a trip to Florida that you probably would never thought you would ever want. But then you, you're our resident expert on motorcycles. He bids $45,000. I... Half... A bar, right? I'd, or half a hundred thousand dollars on this thing. I
3: mm-hmm. spoke to TJ and I said, I thought those are going to be 15 each, like 15,000, which would have put him at 30. He still would have been over because I'm thinking the trip to Florida, 5,000. How tops. many days of
0: trip to Florida? Because I didn't hear I think it was like five days.
3: So I thought a thousand so a day. flights, accommodations. Yeah. yeah.
4: But here's the deal, right? As doing my research leading up to the show, <laughs> I had priced out well, I mean, yeah, I took this seriously. I, I looked at prices no, on I that. You no, you Many cars, I looked up household appliances, refrigerators, microwaves. I looked up cutlery. I looked up everything. One thing I never thought to look up was a motorcycle. <laughs> right? <Yeah>. I don't <laughs> Why would you? I'd never why seen would a motorcycle you? Well, on really there. And, you're, and you self-scaled
0: There was no master key. Literally... We could DVR the next month of shows and you might not see Master Key again. Yeah, and the thing it's about the middle key, crazy. Yeah. when I went up there trying to
4: be funny and I kind of covered my eyes, I think I grabbed you the middle did. one I first.
0: You had in your And he he moved. Okay, then, he moved. Moved then my
4: thought was, that is too. Uh, it's like, no, I'm no, not going to put it in the middle. They want you to win something. I know, but your my first thought, thought is to grab something in the middle. My third yeah, and, and I was like, no, that's too easy. And the other thing was, oh. I didn't know that that was the only time I was going to pick a key. I thought maybe you got
0: another basket coming. A, you had yeah, the basket I, with stuff. So in there. I really didn't know. And you listen to the people. You yeah. didn't get your second key. You but were too like busy, I said, man. I too busy. Today. I was. I was. Guys, you don't understand. The entertainer. I was that out there out having character. fun, I love man. That. <laughs> I had fun. And look,
4: you know, ten years ago, I was a little bit more down on my luck, and had I missed out on the opportunity of getting a car, and I would have been. It would definitely have crushed me. Cause that's where I was no, at I mean, that point in life, but this point in life, I can say, look, I've got a car, I got a few shekels in the bank, I'm doing all right, so I'm not as upset or down about not winning. You shouldn't be. You know, I think I thought I went out there, I had fun, I entertained the studio people, and to me, that's am that's I being too I re- critical of his I th- play
0: right now, Chris? Because you're you're going into Chris Brockman turtle yeah, mode over yeah, there, where you don't say anything or yeah, you're there's not. Some, believe me, there was like one or two
4: overall. The responses on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube were oh, overwhelmingly positive. They are, in the, the 20s. Is, yeah. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm
0: just going through your gameplay. Yeah, yeah, it's a great, Come it's, it's a great, mo-
1: it's a great moment. We really wanted you to win. Well, well, trust film. me, you didn't and want so, me to win more than I wanted
4: to win. No, no, I understand. Well,
1: <laughs> we're I, um, at the film. Yeah, we're just and we're just kind of breaking it down. Mean, it's yeah, post like,
4: post day all
0: twenty two. Yep. It's all good. Yeah, but I'm going to say the all twenty two, and we noticed that you left from the place of love. That's what saying.
4: place of love. But here's the deal again. Motorcycle. Everyone I know, I know four people that have Harley Davidsons. Right? These Harley Davidsons oh, are expensive yeah. bikes. So I'm like, there were two of them. Even if I would have thought, okay, these are twelve thousand dollar bikes. Yeah. Which I never would have thought they were under that. I still would have gone over. I never would have said twenty six. My minimum would have been probably thirty. Yeah. So I never, I, I never would have said twenty six because I had no idea you they could were, get a Harley really for eight thousand dollars. Those Harley, are eight thousand dollar bikes. 10, I was looking like, at them. I'm like, oh, I had no clue. That's crazy so yeah you know there was a point like two weeks ago i was driving i was like man crap i (laughs) could have had about 20 grand (laughs) but i'm not gonna allow that to get me down man like i I had a blast and i I felt like a winner because unlike when there's normally when there's 200 people in studio you have to get vetted by at least seven different casting producers including cbs talent so to get through all of that, I kind of felt like, look, we all won just by making it. Well, to I had to tell point.
0: you, uh, TJ. Uh, you know, you've been on the air here with us as a regular for close to a year now. Yeah. Um, there was the same rigorous process you were not aware of <laughs> um, that got you into that chair. So the you Susie know. Schuster. I ah, to pass. yes, <laughs> I that's to pass the that. S in CBS for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So you got you got a ping pong table, uh-huh. which you're. I haven't gotten. Yet. You haven't got yet. Yeah. Did you walk out with the popcorn machine? No, that they, all get sent to you. Probably. Okay. As a matter of fact, I brought my folder with all my rules and. Ah, self, I'd love to see that. I'm know. so I, I I love. And you also have that uh, that wonderful price tag with your name, your full name on it, right there, my government name. And you've got people here on the campus and Elsa Gundo stopping you, asking <laughs> if you were the guy on the Price is Right yesterday. Yeah, yeah yesterday
4: after work, there's a bathroom behind the studio, and there's like two urinals with a little divider. I go in there after the show, mask on. I walk up, and the guy's standing there. He kind of looks at me, and he looks back, and he just goes, "Bro, were you just on the prices right just now?" <laughs> I almost wet, I almost peed on myself. I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, Welcome. "We watched it during lunch." And he goes, "I was like, yo, I think that's the dude that works in the studio." If, if only you, you got, got this
0: won. game, TJ, you would have won. Totally. But that's also over in 60 seconds. Right? He, got, he got a long game. He yeah, got enough. Yeah. Long game. Could, time. Wait, it's too much thinking. Too much thinking.
4: thinking.
0: Yeah, we, You needed the putt. Whole All I'm saying too. is this.
4: Some of my best friends that you guys talk about a lot, Kutcher and, and Valderrama, they both have done shows on CBS. Yes. And now I'm hoping that maybe CBS sees me. Maybe they want to put me in something. There they you don't go. Know. Now we're talking.
0: <laughs> Three and a half men. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the meme over. (laughs) Like this segment. (laughs) It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least.
3: Seattle is hosting New Orleans in a playoff game. Correct. And we played them earlier in the season, so um, it's not uncommon. We played them on Monday Night Football five weeks prior, and now we are back in the divisional round at Seattle, (laughs) only it's a little different. We're we're staying over uh, across the water in Bellevue, and so the first thing in the morning when I get up is I have a waffle... You know the whipped cream strawberries, and I'm, I'm flipping through the networks trying to get either ESPN or NFL Network. Who's going to give me the forecast? There's NFL Network. I got it, and they're going <laughs> to these sites where the divisional games are going to be played, and they're talking about this is it's sunny here, blah blah blah, and then to Seattle, and they and they get to the Seahawks stadium, and and I know that it's going to be, and you can see the wind, and. <clears throat> I'm eating my waffle and they pan down on Russell Wilson and Drew Brees throwing a football on the field in their graves. I'm going to tell you where I'm supposed to be at that moment when they're throwing a football. I am supposed to be meeting with the officials, discussing the inactives, all right, and getting ready to say the Lord's Prayer and give our players a pep dive. That's where I'm supposed to be at that moment. I stumble out of the bed. This is my worst nightmare. I know I'm a half an hour away from the stadium, and I'm thinking to myself, National Anthem, I'm in my underwear late to the game, right? That's the nightmare that I have. (laughs) Wow. And I just saw Breeze and Russell Wilson warming up, and I run to the shower, call my assistant, can't get him. The waffle is spilled on the floor. (laughs) I get back, my assistant says, hey, what's up? And I said, When did the buses leave? No one called. He said, coach, the buses haven't left yet. They had taken B-roll from the Monday night game. Someone in the tape room ran the wrong tape. Can you imagine? (laughs) I text Falk. He's on set with Rich. I said, what are you guys doing? (laughs) I had a cow. I'm telling you, you have no idea. We're talking about being like, this is the divisional playoff game. Not being there for the kickoff as the head coach. That's how late <laughs> I was. And Sean, just Marshall, show This guy now is live on the field, and I peek out at the stadium only because of the conditions, and I take a look, and Rich says, good to have Sean Payton here at the stadium. <laughs> just some, some sly comment that, that not that one, one person going to understand the until we tell this story. Amazing.
0: Welcome back to the show. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for our full archives. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio networks. T.J. Jefferson has spent the entire five-minute commercial break muttering to himself.
2: Um, and also... Uh,
0: Not, true. Uh, Not true. Drew Carey retweeted our, re- our our video of our reaction to watching him live. I mean, it was... He was into go it. Go through it. I mean, people love that it. thing, man. We were all into it. Now, aren't it was, you guys awesome. gl- glad that I didn't spill the beans? Of That would have ruined oh, yeah. that oh, moment. of course. Look <laughs> at this. Ha-ha. This whole thing is great. Says Drew Carey. Can we get Drew to call in? I'd love it. He's a diehard Browns Carey. fan. I mean, he must have loved seeing his hometown on display. For the draft, by the way, I got a few like comments. I because
4: did, I didn't watch it last night, but like a few people were, like, bro, look like you and Drew Carey are, like best friends. And I was like, I, I it was goal of mine, like I said, to just keep him laughing. Once he laughed once, it was like, dude, it, it since when?
0: Since <laughs> when are you like, you know, tip your waitress two drink minimum? Since when are you just like, you know, I just want to entertain everybody? You don't, see, you don't Listen know me, me. You only know me here at the show, Rich. You you got to know me outside of. This. Well, I've been outside the show with you, TJ. I've never, you know. That's what I do, man. Okay. That's
1: why you lost. I mean, honestly, like just coming right through the front door with it, "TJ, I love you." That's why you lost. All you cared about was entertaining. Yeah. You, you weren't focused on winning, and it's it's fine. It's not a big deal.
4: Head but, was,
0: your head wasn't in the game. Yeah, he, you he, took yourself out of the game. Brotman's not far off. I yeah, was, I
4: was, yeah. I, I made a conscious decision to, to go for the last. Tell all about winning. Yeah, you yeah, he will Hey, look,
1: and that's totally fine. <laughs> I mean, you won't be able you to hear you were a huge hit. hit. The, the Michael Jackson dance
0: was incredible. <laughs> I mean,
1: all the jokes were great. You looked great, but that's why you didn't win. <laughs>
0: but you know what? He won't, be able, he, won't, he won't be able to hear our criticism over the sound of the popcorn machine popping. Exactly. That's true. The, and the $41 bounce, popcorn machine. That's what got the, him the one key. And, that he, why, I'm, and why I'm Forrest Gumping that ping yeah, pong that's table right. And the so bounce of the and, <laughs> and that $85. Forrest Gumping that ping pong table and the is a whatever. great phrase. And then this is it. Uh, By the way, this is the future meme of the Rich Eisen show. Yeah. <laughs> when the Cowboys lose, right? When the Mets get eventually eliminated, because that always happens. Hey, watch blow it in the hey. and That'll happen. That'll happen. It'll be... That, when the come. Sixers lose to the Bucks. You're yep. not the only one with the keys to the Rich Eyes and show account, sir. <laughs> hey, it's coming. <laughs> what
4: happens when all my teams are successful and win, though? That's the question. It's,
0: That's the problem having so many teams, is you'll never have complete, total success like this guy in Boston yeah. like one year all the Boston teams like crushed yeah. it. if he had five if, if he had five other lines in each sports ocean <laughs> he's, he's gonna never get gonna hit it. it just like when you have five fantasy teams like yeah, you're, you're yeah. only gonna have a shot of maybe winning one you say this like I have multiple teams in major sports I have one sport where I have more
4: <laughs> than one Why team Why is he hard to it? It?
0: Is he on right now what are you talking about all right he's got the mets that's true it's that's baseball the that's, that's one team he's got the cowboys that's just the football cowboys. that's, that's one
4: team okay uh
0: what about duke and yeah, georgetown yeah, multiple, yeah, multiple college
4: 120 college d1 multiple basketball co- teams guys like if you're just gonna root, find one one team and root for them your entire life that's weird to me, See, hey, me. Rich, hey
1: rich how many teams do you root for in college basketball Seton Hall-Notre Dame for me.
0: That's it. Oh, jeez. He's not a good kid. He's, he's no I am
1: out. a good example. Notre Dame's in 77. Notre Dame's... But, well. Mike, one of them is a football team because Seton Hall doesn't have football. You don't root for Notre Dame basketball.
3: <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I actually did like <laughs> Digger, you know Digger I mean? Phelps back in <sighs> the day. I was a Digger <sighs> Phelps guy. Highlighter. Uh, uh, Kelly Trapuca.
2: <laughs> I
0: remember those good guys. Digger Phelps, man. I, I remember that one, sports, one year I did all sorts of sports centers with him. I'll tell this story, right? You know oh, the story, yeah. right? Oh, okay. oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> you remember he always used to carry a highlighter that yeah. matched his tie. Yeah. Always. And then one time I'm doing a show with him, and he takes his cards out, his note cards out, and one of them has a green highlight swipe, another one has a pink highlight swipe, yellow highlight swipe. It looked like you know a bag of Skittles had burst out and I'm spilled good. out on it on his note card. And I say to him during a commercial break, I'm like, Digger. Like, what does the green mean? What does the yellow mean? What does the, what what are the blue mean? Like, does, what does it correspond to? He goes, uh, I don't know. It's just whichever highlighter's next to me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you were expecting. Okay, so like like, I obviously grab the same answer. No, no, yeah. I mean, you're like, seriously. Like green means it's like green.
0: This. You know. Green. But then, why don't you just use the same highlighter down the entire note card? Just I don't know. Just what I'm, uh, just yeah. I'm grabbing. Okay, good system. <laughs> can't tell can't tell can't tell you always grabbed that highlighter was the matched his tie. Match that the tie. he nailed: matched his tie. The great dig, Richard Digger Phelps wow. man I did a ton Kelly of sports Tripuka. centers with him. I did a ton of sports centers with him player. Look man, we have some nice parting gifts for you tj we're we're, we're <laughs> yeah. very proud of you. Man. this is the you know this is did none of your friends bust your stones? none of them about what about your gameplay, your gameplay no. It, because it's we're a the game. Only, we're the only ones? Yes. And we're putting it on live television and radio? Well, I mean, you know, yeah. It's a game, but you
1: play to win.
0: No, you don't. You play to entertain. Uh, that You must have missed that Herm Edwards press conference. That, that was, uh, <laughs> I missed that one. TJ <laughs> has a press conference now. You, you play, play to, to entertain. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Hello. That's what he's saying right there. <laughs>
4: oh, I mean, if if the goal was to make me feel bad, then it's
0: failed
1: tremendously.
0: No, tremendous. it's not.
4: No. <laughs> on.
1: who's That's trying to make a, you feel bad? We're
4: not. Well, this entire party. segment, I love how like you guys say that, then I say something back. You guys go, "Oh no, you're taking it so wrong." Like,
0: no, I'm, I'm telling Howie you, Howie Roseman, I, everybody, I coming care. up. Howie Roseman, <laughs> the fun. team that TJ doesn't root for, except for the basketball team in that town, coming up. <laughs> Is this wrong? Are we out of bounds Nobody's yet? trying to make are you, you feel bad. Is that what, is are that we out of it, bounds? Is that?
4: No, but like every time I make a response, it's like, oh. No, because like you're I, like
0: saying like, well, we're not trying to make you feel bad at all. I, I, I mean, regardless. I'm I, of you. We couldn't have been more what excited. What do you mean? It was the coolest thing ever yesterday. It was. <laughs> then let's just leave it at that. <laughs> but we wanted you to win. We wanted you to win. Yeah. We what wanted you, you to come back? back. We wanted you to come back with. Um, but I didn't. Here's we the We wanted you to come back with whatever you came out of contestants row with. Whatever prizes that yeah. got you the big prize for your pricing game, we wanted you to win that $1,000 because you, get a do- you got a dollar. Is it $1,000 or they, 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 uh, did they up it? It's $1,000 with the chance to win ten. dollars $1,000 and then 10000 Oh, you get the okay. That's, oh, yeah, that's you right because you spin it again. Right. Exactly. We wanted you 10000 there. And then, you know, did you want two motorcycles and a trip to Florida? No. It's too humid in Florida anyway. Everybody and knows I, that. I, I understand that. <laughs> you don't want that, cool. but if you can't have it, you got to be greedy. you got to take it all. Greedy's good. We but, work for you. But I didn't get it. So
4: it's like, I, you know what? In my mind, I, that's it. I didn't get it. I could sit here and just be, like legitimately be annoyed by it. But I, I would refuse to allow that happen at any point. You so play I'm stick to
2: win this.
0: the game. Here it is. Thank you. Herm's chiming in. <laughs> Again, I
4: Hello? never would Hello? have... Herm it. from Tempe, you you're on the Rich Johnson win the Show. Game. Again, I never would have thought that it, two Hurleys... He's still going. Yeah. Okay, Herm. That's the great thing about sports.
0: we We'll come back after the You're break, and I'll win. finish my thought.
4: And I don't <laughs> care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. You were saying, TJ? You start not it oh, don't shut down. Herm's, still, shut. Talk down now. <laughs> Herm's still
4: talking. <laughs> Herm's still <laughs> <talking. laughs> Herm's dropped line. <laughs> hey, <it's> Mike. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm proud of you. Yeah, TJ. And did you made well, the all-tune newspaper, right? You know. Again, though, I never would have guessed those Harleys were so low, okay? I'm with TJ on that. Never would have thought 15 each minimum for me. But I went on on. their website yesterday and I found
0: $8,800 Harleys. Is there, (laughs) in in that packet, is there an appeals process? Let's see. Appeals process. You could send them, let's let's print off the internet the cost, the actual retail price, and say you were off. I was, as a matter of fact, I went both (laughs) showcases. (laughs) Tell Katie she loses and you get her stuff. I wish Katie would have won
4: see he told her to bet a dollar he turned to her right you said I, I, I wanted to I was like oh. I knew I went over like the second the, yeah but you the don't want like came. standards and
0: practices might have had something like you don't want to mess yeah. with that yeah. just entertain have a good time we loved seeing it we couldn't be prouder of you Shimon our three Howie Roseman <laughs> D, Drew McIntyre